From time to time, in one way or another, most of us can relate to having an inability to focus, being easily distracted, being poorly organized, and sometimes being impulsive. For those that suffer from ADHD, this can be particularly problematic in day-to-day -day life, and a person with ADHD has a higher risk of injury, depression, unemployment, imprisonment, and those with ADHD also have a higher divorce rate than the average population. Fortunately, thanks to modern technology, the development of more accurate diagnoses are underway. And in today's episode, we'll be speaking with Carl Reuterskold, CEO of QB Tech, a company giving healthcare professionals objective data to inform decisions about ruling in or ruling out ADHD. Now, if you like this episode of Brain Spike Back, some other Brain Spike Back episodes that you might like are how to unlock your creativity with fun-based neuroscience techniques, how to retain more information, improve recall, and learn a new language, along with changing the chatter of our inner voice from destructive to productive. I'm Sam Breakgear, and this is Brain Spike Back, your podcast exploring the intersection between technology and psychology. Thank you so much. My name is Carl Rachel. I'm the CEO of Cubitech. And uh, Cubitech stands for Quantified Behavioral Technology. And in essence, that's what we do. We, we measure human behavior. And we do that through uh, software and a camera. And we use that data to support uh, clinical decisions during primarily diagnosis, uh, treatment, uh, monitoring, and treatment um, initiation. And our focus so far has been measuring activity, impulsivity, and attention. And those are the three core symptoms of ADHD. ADHD is something that is very common, and we can talk more about that. But it has for a very long time been diagnosed using very subjective methods. But the objective data that we capture through our software and our camera is compared with a database that we have of people both with and without ADHD of the same age and gender as the patient taking the test. And that means that we can create an unbiased objective view of that patient's symptoms compared to a person as said of the same age and gender, but also see exactly how a treatment affects that person, that patient. Uh, and this is of tremendous value for both the clinician as well as the patient to understand really what's going on with them. And Cubitech today is a Swedish company. Uh, we are market leaders in ADHD digital care management. And we have customers at the moment in 13 countries in the US and in Europe, but also in Australia research in more countries than that. And at the moment, uh, several thousands of clinicians are using our tools on a yearly basis. And we have so far supported more than 600,000 patients. Fantastic. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to learning a bit more about um, what you do as, as well as ADHD, really, because I, I have to admit, I have a shallow knowledge of what it is. I have um, some friends that I know habit but i can't necessarily always identify um what behaviors are the result of their adhd and of course i it, i don't know if this is a common theme but i've definitely heard a lot of rappers and rap songs talk about adhd and how they have it so maybe there's a common trait among them um <laughs> so i yeah i'm very interested to know more about it first of all so could you start off by telling us like what is adhd 
Sure, absolutely. Now, ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder, and it's a, it's a very common disorder for uh, both children, adolescents, and adults. Typically, you would say that about 5 to 7% of all kids uh, have ADHD, and then a bit lesser extent when you uh, grow older. Um, a person with ADHD has problems controlling their activity, impulsivity, and attention that leads them to have significant difficulties in their daily lives. It could be, you know, typical uh, churns in school or at workplace. Uh, the problem with ADHD is that, of course, all people are active and all people are impulsive and all people, you know, have various degrees of attention. Uh, so it has been for a very long time a problem to clearly differentiate between what is you know, problematic levels and what is not. Uh, and when we look at our databases and look at the population overall, we can see that attention, impulsivity and activity is, is distributed like you know, IQ. It's a normal distribution. Uh, so people have it to various degrees. And what we do is actually we, uh, in an objective way, uh, can identify where a person is on that curve and to see where this becomes an issue of your, uh, in your daily life. Um, ADHD is, is not a disease, it's, it's a disorder, um, but a person with ADHD has a, you know, a high risk of injury compared to a person without ADHD, higher risk of depression, you know, high risk of poor school results, higher risk of unemployment, divorce, imprisonment, etc. So ADHD is a, a, a significant issue for the person that is affected, but it's also a, a significant issue for the society as a whole. Um, and I think that, you know, the problem with ADHD is that ADHD in most parts is, is not really well managed. Uh, for a long time, there has always been discussion about if ADHD, you know, even exists. Uh, and what we see today is that, you know, the research is there, you know, ADHD is well defined in the literature, you know, there's no, nothing to question about ADHD. Um, but what we see today is that the care process is not really well managed. The average waiting times in Europe, for example, is about two years from initial concern to an assessment and about the same time to get treatment. Uh, in the US, for example, the, the problem is a bit different where often the assessments are quite limited in scope and are quite basic, leading to quite quick decisions um, that you know, in many cases lack key data. Um, but it's also a problem that, you know, as I said before, a lot of the data that you capture is subjective. You, you know, you talk with patients, you talk to the parents, you talk to teachers and others, and, and subjective data is very difficult to base a clinical decision on. Uh, and in many cases, the patient has problems really understanding why they receive a diagnosis and, and also to accept that. And it's also difficult to initiate treatment and to measure treatment's effects if you only have subjected data. So, you know, that's where we come in. What I really like about, you know, working within ADHD is that if you identify ADHD and if you treat it in the right way, the risk for the individual patient is reduced to be at the same level as the population 
as a whole. And this is, you know, fantastic. If, if we do our job right, if the clinicians do their job right, and if the patient understands, you know, why they receive a treatment, the risk for that person is reduced to zero. And, and that's really, you know, a basis for our vision as a company, you know, to improve the lives of people with ADHD. And that, that's really something that we, you know, are passionate about and really something that we are striving for every day. That's really inspiring to know. And it's good to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel for anyone dealing with the issues there that you mentioned. And I would love to get into like how the, the work of QB Tech is helping and, and what you folks do. But before we get into that, I, I would love to know first, like how did the company begin and how did you first get, get started or become interested in like the work uh, revolving around ADHD? Cubitech is, is, uh, was founded in Sweden in 2002, so we actually turned 20, you know, two months ago, uh, and, and we tend to see ourselves as, a, as a, one of the oldest startups, you know, having a startup mentality, uh, and the Cubitech was actually a result of a merge between a family's wish to improve the way ADHD was managed uh, with a psychologist's development of a new test for ADHD. Um, the family had been very successful in various businesses, and, but they also have had family members with ADHD that have had you know, both really good experiences of care, but also quite poor ones. And you know, when they met the psychologist that had developed these, this new test, they really saw a potential to improve uh, ADHD care. And for the family, you know, this combination of their, you know, in their successful careers together with this new test allowed them to, to see a potential to really, you know, transform ADHD care. And, and that's what it has been, you know, all about since then to try to, to transform ADHD care and, and to improve lives of people with ADHD at the end. You know, I, I started at Cubitech in, in, in 2010. I have a background in in the pharmaceutical industry actually. And I was working a lot towards finding new models to bring pharmaceuticals to the, to the market and pricing them based on results, you know, what type of results they, they achieved. And I worked a lot with smoke cessation and, you know, only charging uh, for the end result, which was in you know, a person stopping and stop smoking. And I saw quite uh, interesting parallels with, you know, Cubitech where we looked into uh, different ways of bringing our tools and products to the market by focusing on the outcome of those products instead of just focusing on, focusing on a test. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. And if you are, make sure you subscribe and never miss an episode. You can find us on all your usual podcast sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and a whole lot more, including YouTube. And we want to hear what you think, so be sure to leave us a review. Just search Brains Bite Back wherever you get your podcasts. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you're with us there. I'm glad you're with the company. <laughs> and uh, I would really be interested to know now, like, what does Cubitech do? Uh, to help further the progress and understanding of like ADHD care and how does it stand out from previously produced work? Yeah, <clears throat> so what we do is actually we, we provide, um, as I said, um, objective data around the symptoms of ADHD. 
uh, and those data points can be used to compare uh, a patient with a norm database uh, or with previous uh, uh, tests. Uh, and of course, that can lead to uh, improved diagnosis and, and improved treatment outcomes. And what we do a bit differently than uh, other companies is that, you know, to be a bit blunt, you know, Cubitech is actually, a, you know, um, a completely new type of company with ADHD. We have taken a quite different approach than uh, what we have today in the marketplace. Um, the, the products that are available today are mainly research tools that you know, have, have trickled down into clinical use. And in many cases, these tools were never designed or developed to be clinical tools. They were inst instead designed to be you know, fantastic research tools. Uh, but it also means that they lack a bit of the, you know, the basic features of, of, a pro of a product. So what we do is, is, is quite different. We have a, you know, first of all, we have a, a company that is completely focused on improving the lives of, of people with ADHD and improving the processes in ADHD care. So for example, our IT people are working very hard to integrate multiple data sources from various systems to give clinicians the full picture for every patient. Today, for example, uh, in roughly 60-70% of all assessments, key data is, is missing um, because it's difficult to collect data through you know, the various systems in healthcare. Um, our development team, for example, is, is working very hard to provide our products on multiple platforms. Um, so you can, for example, do our tests uh, from your you know, home instead of just going to a, a, a clinic. And this, of course, allows uh, access uh, to you know, high quality healthcare, not only in metropolitan areas, but also in, in rural areas. The medical team is, is working a lot uh, with ADHD community to, to improve diagnosis uh, and to really fundamentally understand the mechanisms behind ADHD. Uh, and we also have a commercial team that is working very hard to make sure that you know, our customers and, and the clinicians using our tools are, are fully trained and, and confident when using our product. So we are taking a, a, a quite a, you know, different approach, not just selling a test, but to actually provide a, a complete um, solution for a clinic uh, to provide high quality care to patients regardless if they are in the clinic or at home, for example. And I think, you know, our approach um, became very real uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, you know, two years ago. Uh, most of our customers uh, got locked down, like, you know, in so many other industries, and their patients lost access to care. Uh, and, you know, given our focus on accessible care for a long time, we, we already had um, projects in late stage development, and we also had done, you know, research. Uh, so within a month, we could provide our tools to our customers uh, and their patients, uh, you know, enabling home testing. Uh, and that meant that our customers could get back to you know, pre-COVID levels, you know, very rapidly, you know, some within two to three months already, uh, while, 
you know, clinics that are not using the telehealth solutions are still struggling. So uh, I think we are doing something that is, is really interesting and, and something that is actually quite different from what has been seen before in ADHD. Yeah, it sounds like your approach has many layers to it. It's a very holistic approach to this. And it, I'm glad to hear that you are increasing uh, like accessibility outside of just the, the physical clinical setting. Um, because that seems like something whenever it comes to any kind of healthcare or anything uh, along these lines, um, that seems to be like a number one driving factor just to make it more accessible, certainly in homes. And I think, yeah, that's been one of the few benefits that's come from COVID in the sense that uh, there's definitely a, a need for this now. Um, uh, and people uh, more aware, uh, aware of it, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that COVID has been a, you know, a, an awful thing uh, for a lot of uh, people, but um, one of the side effects of, of COVID has been that the change within telehealth in the US and in Europe and in the, in the rest of the world has, has been you know, tremendous. Uh, the numbers of uh, online visits have gone from you know, a very, very small part of the total numbers of visits to being actually a, you know, almost the majority now. Uh, and I think this change has really, you know, the COVID has really catapulted the development of telehealth with, you know, at least 10 or 15 years. What you're saying makes absolute sense. Now, I would love to know as well, like if you can share some specific case studies of how QB Tech works um, or how, how, it's, how its work has made a difference rather in the space of ADHD. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, as I... I mentioned a bit earlier about access. I think that there are two ways that our products really make a difference. Uh, you know, one is, of course, better access to care. And I think, you know, we we have many examples of that. But, you know, one, for example, is a, is a customer that we have in, in Oklahoma City in the U.S. Um, they used to be able to support the greater Oklahoma City area. You know, it was, you know, people and the patients living close to the clinic that are able to, to see them. But they bought our telehealth services a year ago, and they have now managed to increase their patient volumes uh, almost seven times, uh, where a large portion of their new patients are coming from, you know, rural communities around Oklahoma City, that had less access to high quality care before. Uh, and that's really, you know, changed the, the lives for those patients, but also for the way that they are working. Uh, and, and that's been a, a tremendous, you know, boost uh, for access to high quality ADHD care in that area. Um, so that, that for me, that is a, a you know, really big difference uh, for a lot of people there. Um, I think another area that we make a, a, a big difference is providing better care and we do that by you know providing objective data and we do that by providing it in a standardized way and and one of the most notable um, uh, case studies that we did was actually a, a research study a randomized study including 10 NHS uh, clinics in England uh, and the study was called Aqua and that you know, show that if you introduced uh, our test, in this case, QB-Test, uh, into their clinical practice, that uh, lead times for an assessment was reduced. In, in many cases, you know, uh, the lead times were halved and that the clinical quality uh, was, 
improved uh, as well as you know the experience by the patients and, and clinicians uh, were very high and that together with you know other health economic studies that we have done in this area that shows significant financial benefits you know enabling them more patients to get care for the same money uh, but also to get you know better care uh, so i think for for me that is you know some you know of the case studies that suggest the, the value of our products um, for me, I think also, uh, you know, it's it's very easy to get you know lost when we're talking about uh, patient volumes and and clinical quality. At the end of the day, it's it's very important to remind yourself that we are serving individual patients, and and we do receive a lot of of emails and phone calls, etc., from both pa patients and 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 parents and so forth about how our products have, have changed their lives and what difference it makes for them uh, in their everyday for them. And, and for us, that is something that makes us truly happy and, and makes the owners and the founders of Cubitech, the family behind Cubitech, even more happier. So for us, that, that's really the ultimate uh, ticket that we're doing something right. I can imagine, yeah, it's very rewarding seeing those, those emails and those messages. And not only that, but it's, it's really nice to hear that you're having such a, a widespread impact. It's not just localized to one place, but really all over the world and, and many communities. So that, that's fantastic to hear. And, and really my final question to you would, uh, I'd just be curious to know like what's on the horizon for QB Tech now? It's, it's a good question. I mean, ADHD is, is, um, is a really big area. And, and today, uh, unfortunately, we see that there's a large number of, of patients that are affected by ADHD and that there also are large inefficiencies in, in, in mental health care. Uh, and what we see today is very long, very costly and, and suboptimal uh, processes. And, and to make things even worse, we have seen that there is an ongoing crisis uh, in, in the young population uh, within mental health care. And, and, and COVID has, has further you know, worsened this situation. So the pressure on the, on the health care system is, is, is truly enormous when it comes to mental health care. And for us, it's very important to address those issues. And what we are trying to do is to improve the process uh, from early signs of ADHD through the referral process to an assessment to treatment and then to live with ADHD. Uh, and we believe that you know, our technologies that we have already, but also some of the ones that we are developing and hopefully we'll be able to launch uh, in the very near future will improve um, in all of those stages from early signs of ADHD to, to living in ADHD and try to um, involve uh, both the professional as well as the patients in that process. Uh, I think that the, the processes that we have today uh, are very old and, and through software as a medical device and through other digital health technologies, these processes can be vastly improved. And I think that's, that's really exciting uh, news for, for our customers. And it's also really, really, you know, positive for the patients. Yeah, fantastic. I, I have to say, I really do wish you the best of luck um, in your future endeavors there, because it sounds Thank like you. you're doing some fantastic work. And if people do want to keep up with the work that you folks are doing there at QB Tech and or yourself, 
Um, is there any kind of website or social media that they can follow or that you would recommend? Yes, absolutely. I mean, they um, they can go into our web page, you know, cubitech.com, and we also have um, uh, LinkedIn and other social media channels, Twitter, that they can follow us on. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today. And uh, yeah, like I said, uh, keep keep up what you're doing. And um, yeah, it's, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Sam. Growing a company has many hurdles, from securing funding to expanding your business capabilities to ranking better on search. Each business challenge is uniquely complex. The solution to these challenges is growth-focused digital PR and marketing, and that's where our sponsor Publicize comes in. Publicize sets itself apart from traditional PR companies. It does not charge large retainers or churns out press releases whether you've got a newsworthy announcement or not. Publicize builds on your business's online presence and gets high quality PR and media coverage for startups and entrepreneurs who are priced out of a broken PR industry. And for a limited time only, exclusive to Brains Bite Back listeners, you can receive a social media assessment as part of your package for any tier of service at no extra charge with this special promotion. To find out more, visit publicize.co slash bbb. That's publicize.co slash bbb. This is the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this and you want to hear more episodes just like it, then follow and subscribe to Brains Bite Back wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available on YouTube under the channel of our publication, The Sociable. Just search Brains Bite Back and you'll find all of our episodes there. We really love hearing what you have to say. So leave us a review on iTunes or on any other podcasting platform to let us know what you think. You can also reach out on Twitter at, at The Sociable. And finally, go to sociable.co where you can find all our episodes and plenty of articles on topics just like this. Thanks again for joining us and until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. Bye.